and people really need to watch the videos of how to study from super fast CPA. So that would really help. I don't think, and I, I know for sure that I wouldn't have done it without super fast CPA. I might have passed it and then failed it and then took a very longer time. But the motivation I got from the podcast and the notes and everything, it just helped me do it like really fast. So it was actually super fast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 49 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's episode, you're going to hear me talk with Mina. Mina is a CPA, and she is a Superfast CPA customer. And in her story, she shares a lot of really good tips and strategies like the other interviews we touch on all parts of the CPA study process. But the key thing from her interview, you know, she had looked around, she had our bundle or our products, our strategy videos and the study tools before she even started the CPA study process. And then once she started, Uh, You'll hear her describe in the interview, but she had watched our pro videos, but then she didn't really implement them. And that is something that happens with some of our customers where it's hard to trust all of the ideas maybe the first time you hear about it, just because it's very different than the traditional approach to studying or even learning a topic in general, like how you would have done something in college. So... That's happened and we've had several episodes where that's a similar storyline. And so she starts studying kind of the traditional way and it was a very burdensome process. It took a lot of time and she just felt mentally drained after a day of studying that way. So she comes back, watches our videos again, starts implementing the strategies and it just changes everything for her. She is getting more done in less time. It's not nearly as stressful. And she just passes the four sections within a few months. And now she's done with her CPA. So there's a lot more to it than that, you know, but that's one of the core things that our strategy videos provide is this process. It doesn't have to be this all consuming, terrible, excruciating, you know, year long process. When you know how to study effectively and efficiently, you can go through lessons rather quickly. You build in re-review to your daily process so that you're constantly refreshing and reinforcing all the things you have studied so far. And it's just, it just works better. So it's less mental stress and, and effort and it works better. So listen to this interview, you'll hear Like I said, we'll go through all parts of the study process. And if this is the first thing you've come across from Superfast CPA, the best place for you to start, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll basically give you our study strategies for free in our free study training. So these are one hour webinars that we do. And it's one hour where you will learn how to have the perfect two hour study session. We go through in detail what the daily study process should look like using your current study materials, by the way, you don't have to have a certain review course for this. You will just learn how to use your review materials much differently. And the other thing that we overlay onto these, the actual strategies is giving you the six key ingredients that every study process needs to have. And we cover that on these trainings as well. 
So to sign up for one of these free trainings, go to our website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Click on that, choose an upcoming time that works for you, and then don't miss the session. The other thing you can do is text pass now as one word to the number 44222, and we'll send you back a link to register for an upcoming session. So all that being said, let's get into this interview with Mina. So uh, where are you from originally? Well, I'm from Nepal. From Nepal? Yes, I'm an international student here. Oh, awesome. I have never, no one on the podcast has been, well, I don't even know if I've ever even spoken to somebody from Nepal. That's cool. How long have you been in the United States? Um, so it has been three and a half years. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you come over and start college here and get into accounting or were you already doing some accounting stuff before you came over? Um, so I came here as an MBA student and I had a lot of interest. Like I wanted to do, I wasn't even sure what I want to concentrate in. Mm-hmm. I finance and marketing and human resource and all the other stuff. <laughs> and then I um, applied for a graduate assistant position as uh, in accounting department in my university. And I got that position and I felt like I liked that one. So I decided to be in accounting later on. So I moved from MBA to master's of accounting. Oh, okay. And so you're done with that now, I'm guessing? Yes. Okay. I graduated all last year. May 2020. And you're, um, you're also, you're done with the exams, correct? You've mm-hmm. passed all four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you posted in the, like the members forum, correct? Yeah. Um, I emailed is that, you. Is that how we, oh, okay. We, you sent, we sent emails back and forth. Um, I, I might have done both. I might have emailed and posted both of them. Yeah. yeah. But I remember. Yeah. With you after um, I passed my exam. Oh yeah, we have several emails from back one back in June. Yeah, that's cool. I always like hearing uh, you know people that email me finding out that they passed. And anyways, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that. So I'm guessing you didn't start studying till after you finished your Mac, or did you kind of start during it? Um, so the, I mean, I would say I started, like I formally started after I graduated, but I also acted as a student ambassador for certain CPA review course. So I kind of had access to it earlier. So I would flip over the, um, software, but, uh, I wouldn't, um, study. So mm-hmm. yeah, after I graduated. Okay, cool. So once you did formally start the study process, how did that go in the beginning? Oh, in the beginning, it was uh, very overwhelming. Um, I took a day break. Um, I remember, I think I took two days of break after my grad, after I graduated. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit down and study like whole day. But then before, even before I started my study process, I had listened to your podcast and then I had went. So every time um, I would like search for the CPA review courses, um, your ad would pop up in the YouTube and then... <laughs> to your um and then i went to your um the youtube page and then that's yeah. how i knew about it so i knew about that one too but then but then i would study like whole day and at the end of the day i would be so tired 
Yeah. And I would repeat the same process the next day. It was overwhelming. Yeah. And, and so what month was that? Cause it must've been after May of last year. Like what month did you formally start studying? Um, I think it was May 18th. Okay. So, yeah. we, the, so our podcast was like kind of new. We only had a few episodes probably. Yes. Okay. And so how many, uh, like how many weeks did you keep doing, trying to study all day, every day? Like how, how, what, when did it finally change? And like, why did you make a change or how'd that all work? So, um, so my first exam was audit. And then I would say I studied all day and every day, pretty much for the audit section. Like I, I already had your um, resources, but okay. I, I wasn't using it effectively. Okay. So I used to uh, read your notes and then uh, watch the video, of, uh, watch the video and then read the whole books and then practice the whole MCQs. And I really liked your idea of doing a multiple, uh, I mean, cumulative MCQ at the end of the day. And I would do like um, 25 MCQs, like every single day at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I would read the books. So I, I took um, audit within a month. So I would say for a month, I would just study like every day. Okay. Did, so did you pass that first one? Yeah, with 76. <laughs> nice. <laughs> perfect score. One point higher than the perfect score. So did you, uh, were you just kind of using our strategies and applying them to your main review course? Or did you also read our notes or listen to the audios or that kind of stuff? Yeah. So after I studied like that much and I was so overwhelmed, I thought um, I'm going to go back to your, um, the video of how mm-hmm. you to study the study strategy video yeah and that time i changed the way of studying and then i just uh, did what you said like i used at first i used to read the notes and then i would uh, do the multiple choice questions and make note out notes out of it mm-hmm. and by that time i just skipped the whole book i did not study the book of um, the review course i just used to watch videos and then I used to listen to your audio like all the time when I was um, cooking food or doing something, uh, doing a walk. At that time, uh, COVID had already started. So like um, we, I didn't have to go to work or but then that um, I was already graduating. So I wasn't doing anything much except studying, listening to your audios, doing quizzes when I was eating. Yeah, that's uh well, yeah, it does work really well. And it's, it's kind of, uh, I think it's hard for people to get to the point where they're like, okay, I'm just going to basically every spare minute I have, you know, do quizzes while I'm eating or listen to audios in the background, basically all the time. Cause it's not, you know, it doesn't sound fun and it's not that fun. But once you just kind of embrace the fact that this will help me pass and I'll do anything to like not fail an exam. That's kind of the trade-off, I guess. So are you working in public accounting or are you, uh, you're like going on, you're doing education still? Um, so I already graduated and then, so I, uh, so the timeline was I graduated on May and then I started to work full-time on July. Okay. I, I thought maybe when you said you applied for a uh, assistant position that you were trying to do like your PhD or something. No. So I was doing a master's at the time. 
And gotcha. I was working as a graduate assistant in the university. Okay. And so you're, uh, are you working in public accounting or in industry now? Um, in public accounting right now. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so back to your, so once you, uh, once you kind of switched to kind of following our study format, how many hours a day were you trying to study like with your review course? Um, so it's hard for me to tell like exactly how many hours. Um, I would say I studied pretty much the same hours at the time because uh, for two of my exams, I did um, uh, while studying full time, audit and BEC. And then okay. after that, I started to work full time. But uh, with BEC, after I followed your strategy, it was very good. Like I didn't feel overwhelmed. I wasn't so much tired. Um, I was studying, I was retaining more, but um, I wasn't like, I wasn't studying. I was studying a lot, mm-hmm. but not that much that at the end of the day, I would be so tired. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just retained more, I would say. And I didn't yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah, there's um, there's something about like if you're trying to study or really do anything and it's kind of like confusing and you kind of just feel like you're struggling just to do whatever the process is. For some reason, it like, you know, wears you out, whereas if once you have your study process figured Mm -hmm. out, you can study about the same amount. But just because you're not constantly struggling with just the process of what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like makes it, it doesn't wear you out mentally for some reason. Yep. Uh, also because, um, so um, with audit, I was studying like a lot, as I said, but mm-hmm. with, with your strategy, I was able to, like, I would say I did kind of study the same amount, but it was very less overwhelming because I wasn't forcing so much on myself. Yeah. But, um, I started to work. And as soon as I started to work, um, that was busy season. And uh, I, I I cannot imagine myself studying like that much. If I hadn't had your resources, I don't know what I would do because busy seasons. And then I just started. It was all together. Yeah. I would, I, would, I think I would go crazy or something. Yeah, but. So a couple questions on that. So you did audit and BEC first. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. And then, so you had reg and far mm-hmm. while you were working full time. Yep. So the, what most people would say, the two harder ones, yeah. um, which, uh, which of the four did you feel like was the most difficult for you? Um, for me, I would say audit, but I remember like, because uh, I journal a lot. And then I, when I go back to my journals, I realized that ev- all of the sections were hard for me. Every time I would uh, study for a section, I would say, oh, the section that I did before was easier. And then yeah. I would do the section and I would say the same thing. So <laughs> after I pass all the sections, I might feel like maybe audit was hard because it was all subjective. Mm-hmm. If I were that at that moment, I would say everything was hard to me. Yeah. But there, there probably is something to the fact that that was your first one and you were still trying to just figure out your study mm-hmm. process. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so doing far and reg during or uh, while you're working full time, mm-hmm. how did your, did your study process change at all or just your routine? Like what did a full day look like 
when did you fit in your main session? And then did you, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you still use the, did the mini sessions with our tools on the app. Anyways, just what, what did your full day look like once you were working full time? So while working full time, I started to wake up early. Um, and when I say early, I am a person who likes to sleep a lot. Like <laughs> my whole, yeah. that was the only time when I wake up by my choice. So mm-hmm. I wake up at 6 a.m. and then I would um, do a little yoga or stretch and then I would sit for studying. And then after studying um, by 8 or 8.30, I would get ready to work. But because I was working uh, from home, it was easy for me because I didn't have to commute or anything. Okay. And then I would do the the full sessions in the morning and then I would start to work at 8.30. And then, so the work is supposed to end at 5.30, but that was a busy season and I used to work more than what I was supposed to do. So in between the breaks, I would just use your app for the quizzes. And then I would also listen to audios uh, while I was taking a lunch break. And then after my whole um, day is over and my work is finished, even if I cannot do anything, I would just do a cumulative MCQs. Like if the day was really, if the work was a lot, I would just do Mm -hmm. um, cumulative MCQs. But if I had time, I would just go and then review my work that I did in the morning. Nice. So you were basically doing the two hour, Mm -hmm. right around two hours in the morning. And that was really your main study session. Yes. And then you would just kind of use the the notes or the quizzes and the audios throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a review set at nights. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's basically the formula. So what was your process? You mentioned that you wrote a lot of notes. Was that your way of writing out things that you, that were hard for you to understand? Did, or did you use flashcards as well? Or was it mostly the note taking stuff? So, so my plan before COVID started was that I would uh, buy an iPad because um, when I buy an iPad, I don't have to carry the books, copies, pens, and everything. Mm-hmm. But it happened and I was working from home. So I used the Microsoft OneNote for note-taking. And what I would do is I would um, do a question and then uh, in, the, in the app. And then when it's wrong, I would screenshot it. And then I would copy copy the whole section to the OneNote, and then I would circle like, and then I would go to each of the options like, why are the options wrong? And then I would like the right answer. Why is that answer right? And then I would copy everything that one in the OneNote, and then make a note of each of them. And uh, I started. Uh, my notes are like uh, all over, but then. Yeah. They- started to evolve there are some drawings there are some <laughs> stories, and some of them are just writing some of them are colorful I did use notes a lot and I think um, what helped most was uh, taking the screen sort of problem because that would um, save me time and also because I was working on the questions directly I knew what was wrong and why it was wrong so that helped yeah and that is definitely that's one of like the pillars, you know, there's, there's the study material and then you can watch the videos or like read the chapter. And that's like the most basic form of studying. But I think like where the two things really, what really makes the difference is the person having some form of taking the things that are personally, they struggle to understand and 
either writing it out in flashcards, basically putting it in your own words. Like you have to basically explain it to yourself, however that works, but that's like the, the key process. Um, and yeah, go ahead. I also want to add that I did use flashcards, but um, there was a app called Anchor app and how that worked was like, I could create a flashcard in there mm-hmm. and after I submit my answer, they will ask me like how certain I am, like 25%, 75%, 100%. And then after I do that, um, if I say it's 100% for multiple times, it was kind of adaptive. So they wouldn't send me the same question. But if I said like 25%, they would send me the questions again. So it was helpful too. Yeah, that that is a really good feature. Uh, when I was studying, I let's see, I want to say Brainscape. But yes, like flashcard app that I could edit in on the desktop while I was studying. So I'd make flashcards and then it had kind of that adaptive thing. You uh, if you got it right on the first time or it would turn your flashcards into. You could do all kinds of things like it would turn them into the your own multiple choice questions or just a standard flashcard. And then after, yeah, you would mark it as like on a color scale. If you knew it instantly, it's like green. And then you wouldn't see that for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most recent episodes, someone mentioned, how, how do you spell the, the app you just mentioned? Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, like a boat anchor? I think so. A-N-C-H-O-R, I guess. Okay. So that is different. The other, the other uh, his name was Zach on the podcast. He mentioned one called Anki. Or, and I, I looked it up and everything. Yeah, maybe that one, yeah. I, I, oh, I think, really? Yeah, I think that's the one. Okay, yeah. You- that one or it's okay no it is it is and i think it's like a, an advanced one especially what he was saying was there's like a a 20 paid version which he paid for is that what you're talking about i think so but i didn't pay for that i just used the free version it worked good for me but gotcha. yeah, it, yeah yeah that's the same okay. one okay yeah so that's two mentions of that recently i'll have mm-hmm. to start recommending that mm-hmm. so what about your let's say you came to a new topic that was like calculation based. Mm -hmm. What was your process just in your own words about how you broke down problems? Just how did, how did you try to learn from the questions starting with the questions? What was your approach for like learning a calculation based concept? Um, I, I heard these tips uh, twice. I think it's from you. And then I, it's also from one of the webinar from the, um, review course that you read the last line at first, right? Yep. And it's going to help you understand the whole concept. I would do the same thing. I would read the last line and then I would read the questions carefully. And then only I would go to um, write that down because it happened multiple times when I was practicing that oh, they would change one slight information and then the whole calculation would be different. So I would spend a good amount of time on the questions, highlight those ones, and then only go and tackle the questions. Okay. And then for a, ca- for a calculation, would you re like reperform it in your notes or mm-hmm. yeah. Like how, how did you break down s- mm-hmm. something that seemed difficult when you first looked at it, that was like calculation based, how did you go through and just kind of have it make sense to you? Okay. So I would say how I did on the exam. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So what I do was like for the calculations one, I would open up spreadsheet on the, on my exam 
and then I would write all the numbers from the questions. I, I would do the first thing, like I would just read the last line and then I would make um, like, I would make the picture of what it is really. And then I would, in the spreadsheet, I would just write the, like the, what, what that is and the numbers like side by side. Okay. And then I would, uh, and at the end I would solve the problem in the spreadsheet. And if that's like really hard, I wouldn't spend so much time on it. I would just do the thing like the tag thing. And then I would mm-hmm. just go on or doing other things. And then I would come back to it with the fresh mind. Sometimes I get like, I would see it again and then it would make more sense. And then I would solve it. But if not, I would just guess, like, I would just calculate one of the number and then choose one of the nearest number in the options. You're saying you would do that on exam day or yeah. really? Yeah. You would write out, uh, just like copy and paste the last line in an open Excel. No, no. And uh, I would read the, read the questions. Uh-huh. For example, they would say, uh, the fixed asset had the life of seven years. Then I would say, li- I would, in the spreadsheet, I would write life and seven. And then I would say depreciation and the amount. And then I would calculate that in the spreadsheet. In the, in oh. The, yes. And then if it makes sense to me, um, if if I see the answer correct, I would just like choose that one. But if it just doesn't come, then I would go do other questions, and then I would just do the tag thing in there, and then yeah. come, and then I would look it again. And if because I remember like one specific questions in the exam hall that was really difficult, and it was difficult. But then I put all the information on my spreadsheet. I just looked at it and I was like, I know this, but I don't know this. So I would <laughs> go like, I would, I would just skip that one and then go to do the other questions. And then when I come back, it just makes sense to me again. So yeah. I, and then I choose the answer. And I think that's why that maybe gave me to the harder pool or something. Yeah. But I would do that. Okay. What about ones that, uh, you know, it didn't come back to you. Like, how did you, how much time did you give yourself to make sure you didn't, you know, spend too long on the first Tesla or whatever? Usually what I would do was like, I would give uh, one hour. I remember you mentioning that one, that we, we are not supposed to spend so much time on the multiple choice questions, right? So yeah. I think I would give one hour to each of the Teslas so that I don't go like, I won't spend a lot of time. So I would, so if that's within the one hour range, I would just come back and then see the questions again. Um, usually audit and regulation, I had more time left because they were more subjective and then I could choose the answers uh, like really fast. Mm-hmm. But with R and BC, I was um, like, I would say just on time. So at that time, I need to manage more time. So if I had like more time remaining, I would just come back and then try to solve the questions more. Yeah. And so, so you were basically just holding yourself to being done with the MCQs at the half halfway mark. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid, very simple way of doing it. And then what about the Sims? Not on test day, but how did you use practice Sims in your daily study process? Uh, how did you use those or did you not use them that much? Just how, what was your approach for those? Um, so well, with Sergeant, uh, unless we get some, some amount of multiple choice, correct? Like the percentage ready score, they won't let the simulations open. So I practice simulations at the end. Mm-hmm. And what I did was with simulations, I did not, oh, no. 
So I remember this one. With audit, what I did was at the end of the exam, I was doing so much simulations. Like I was doing a lot of simulations. And for the first time in my life, I had exam anxiety. Like tomorrow is my exam. I was doing simulations today. And then I just like at night, I couldn't sleep because in my dream, I was just trying to solve a simulation <laughs> that I couldn't solve. Yeah. Yeah. So I would do simulations, but not as much as MCQs. And I wouldn't do the simulations up until the end of the exams. But um, with simulations, I would do the same thing. Uh, I, would, I would, uh, would not be so much worried if I could not solve the simulation. It was more like a learning method as well. So I would um, solve it and then I would make a note of it because the explanations of simulations were like a little longer. I would just make note of those ones. Yeah. And uh, so you, are you saying you would save them or do, do them mostly at the end? So mm -hmm. was that kind of your, what, the last week before an exam or how long before the actual, your actual exam date was kind of your uh, yeah. final review, I guess? Yes, I would say last days of exams, like two weeks before okay. the exam or one week. And then with BC, I, I took that within three weeks. So like even like four or five days before, I would keep that at the end. Okay. So you were aiming to basically get through all the lessons by mm -hmm. then. And so that you had the, whatever, a week left or four or five days. How did you study those last few days? Okay. So in the last, uh, after I finished all the studying, and then when I see that uh, only a week or two weeks are left in my calendar, I would do a practice exam at first. And then after I do the practice exam, um, I would see how much score I got. And then I would study again. Like I would do the same multiple choice questions and read the notes, make notes out of it. And then I would do second practice exam. And usually my first practice exam, I would get around like 70% or 69%. And then in my second practice exam, I would always get more than 75%. And then I would see the multiple choice questions and simulations. Oh yeah, now I remember what I do. So what I do was like for every exam um, in the last week, I would uh, like ask people around and then search in the website. And it's usually, uh, we usually know like what is heavily tested, like for, I, for example, IT and the internal controls for BEC. And then for FAR, it's governmental accounting and those things. And then I would make a note of those things and stick all around the walls. Like there would be stickies and the papers in the last week, like they are covered in my study mm -hmm. desk. And yeah. then after I sit down and then I would read those again, like all over again. And if there are something that I need to memorize, then I would write that down like every single day for the last weeks. For example, I wrote IT controls like the each sections. I would write that down like every day in the last seven days. Okay. Yeah. So if there's something that I need to memorize, I would just paste it around. Write yeah, it like, like big framework type stuff. You would basically yeah. just write out from, from scratch multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And other things I would just like the formulas and things like that. I would just paste it around my walls. Which means you're writing it out by hand. I do think there is something to that. Any other test day tips, like thoughts going in to the testing center or any, any just general test day tips? Uh, 
So I think um, one of the things that we all struggle a lot is motivation. And um, I had, um, so I followed the idea of yours, like writing that in my walls and things like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. yes. And then um, I would say that one of the things that motivated me a lot was your podcast. So at first I was planning to finish my exam within a year. And then I started listening to your podcast. And then I was like, maybe I could finish that like sooner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And every time I would, I, every time I remember like when I was studying um, for the CPA exam, I would not miss any of your podcasts. Like there were stories from people and then they would, and they didn't give up. They were just studying and that motivated me a lot. And the other thing that um, I used for motivation was an app called Motivation. And then you can actually choose like what kind of motivation do you want. And then they, they would provide you all the quotations. And then I would write the quotations on my wall. So what, that's uh, cool. I'm, uh, I'm into that kind of stuff. What, so it's just an app called Motivation? Yes. And then I'm guessing, how do you like put settings in where you're like... Uh, growth yeah it gives you a notification like three times a day or something like that with a quote yes nice mm -hmm. yeah i like that what would you set it to just out of curiosity like three a day or something mm -hmm. i think i set it to default and that would happen twice a day or something okay. but that was really helpful and then i would write that down in the in the wall and also um, before, one of the things that people really need to focus on was, I think, motivation. Even mm -hmm. before I started for the CPA process, I read, I read two books, actually. One is The Art of Learning, and the other book is How to Break Up with Your Phone. So, yeah. With the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a funny name. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what everyone needs to do. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that, but I'm going to read that. Good so, phone. Yeah. It's from Catherine Price. So I knew that I spent a lot of my time on my phone. So I somehow need to control that one. So with that, uh, how to, um, how to break up with your phone, I reduce my time a lot. But then the funny thing is when I started to listen to your podcast, I was actually using my phone a lot. So yeah. To, yeah. But well, uh -huh. But yes, you know, if you're using your phone th and that was one of the, you've probably heard me say this 10 times if you listen to all the episodes, but when, again, when I was studying, you know, I was working full time, didn't mm -hmm. have that much time to sit in front of my review course, yeah. but I like realized I'm like, okay, I probably fit in mm -hmm. two or three or four hours, like just yeah. looking at my phone five minutes at a time. So I need to find some way to like mm -hmm. use this thing to study. And that's really the whole idea behind super fast CPA anyways. So I think, you know, using your phone, if you're just like goofing off, mm -hmm. especially when you're really trying to accomplish something, that's obviously not ideal, but if you're using it to, you know, help with whatever goal you're working on, then that's a different story. Yeah. Yes. And then, yeah, that saved me a lot of time. And the other book, the art of learning with the art of learning, what I learned was, um, it's okay to fail. And that even when I was studying, so even though I didn't, fortunately I didn't fail any of the sections, but 
in that book, what it was written was we don't, it was kind of written that we don't need to be afraid to fail. So I always had a backup plan of what if I fail? So many people, what they do is like, they are so terrified about failing. But what, what I did was I would not wait until my result to study for another section because I didn't find any, because because the system was adaptive. Mm-hmm. I might feel like I'm doing really great, great, but then it might just be because I might have like, the simpler pool and I yeah. might feel like I'm doing I'm not doing great but then it might be because of the difficult pool so I wouldn't spend my time thinking about the exam that I already did and then study on the other sections and in that one the art of learning it kind of motivated me to be ready to fail even and then get up I think yeah uh and that that is a good point too I think a lot of people get again caught up in just the they put a lot of effort or time just they're worrying a lot about is what I'm doing, you know, even working. And so they'll spend more time trying to figure out their study process. So it's, it's like this balance. You, you need to have the good ideas about like how to create an effective process, but then there's also, you really unlock the secrets of the process by just putting in time, you know, and making your own kind of discoveries just by putting in the time. And it's obviously it's like that with anything you're trying to learn. So yeah, that's a good point. What about, uh, did you have any like reward things that you set up for yourself or what do you, how'd you celebrate when you got your fourth score? Yeah. I mean, so what I want, I, what I really wanted was to go back to go back to my country to visit my family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I needed to postpone that one. Yeah, oh yeah that's okay yeah but then i shared that with my families and then they were really happy and i think uh, that made me really happy and we just i just went out with my friends to celebrate it yeah. and, and and then my family they were back in my country so they kind of celebrated it by inviting all the um all our relatives like um my grandfathers and grandmothers and like the branching outs yeah we all invited them to my home and then there was like a little party with all the old people <laughs> yeah so i that's saw awesome that. yeah and, and they faced they facetimed you i'm guessing while everyone was there oh so the thing is they just video recorded everything and then oh. just because uh, when it's morning it's night over there okay yeah, so yeah. i kind of saw a glimpse of everything but uh, that meant a lot to me. And uh, so many people, I mean, my grandfathers and grandmothers, they didn't even know what CPA was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they really didn't explain it. So it was kind of fun. Yeah, that's cool. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, congratulations for being done. And I'm, I'm glad our stuff could help. You know, it's, uh, I, I think people can obviously pass without, you know, people will figure it out most of the time, but having like a s- strategies to just kind of follow from the beginning, like you said, mm-hmm. it just makes it not such a burdensome process. And yep, yeah. I would recommend this to everyone I talk to, like, um, especially during BGC. Oh, I have a question to ask you. So, um, if, um, so I passed my first section on June 15, mm-hmm. and then my last section on November 9. But my whole study process was for six months. So 
I would count the process from June 9, June 15, or from the time I started to study. That's like May 18. I mean, yeah, like technically it would be like, there's basically two ways of saying it. Like what's the actual timeline of your four passing scores, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause like when I say three, I passed in three months, I did pass all four in three months, Mm -hmm. but yes, you would, uh, the real time span of when you started to study, cause I did study for like two months when I failed far the first time. So Mm -hmm. my real timeline would be like, I don't know, five or six months or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there's, there's like two ways of saying it. Because I think one of the reasons, um, so I passed all my sections within six months, the, the actual timeline, mm-hmm. and uh, even with busy sections and everything, if I only see the passing scores, it was within um, three months. Nice. Um, yes. But I don't, I, I don't think, and I, I know for sure that I wouldn't have done it with a super fast CPA. I might have passed it and then failed it and then took a very longer time. But the motivation I got from the podcast and the notes and everything, it just helped me do it like really fast. So it was actually super fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's awesome to hear. So yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you found our site and everything, and that it helps. It happens faster when you don't fail sections. Obviously, that's like the second. That's the whole. I think a lot of people come across our site and think it's all about just trying to study and pass like as quickly as possible. And I mean, it is, but the other half of that is having a solid strategy so that you avoid failing sections because you'll obviously get done faster if you're not, if you don't fail sections in between anyways. Yes. And also I think, as I mentioned you before, I had your resource like from the very beginning, right? Even before Mm -hmm. I started the process, but because I wasn't using it effectively, I was spending a lot of my time. So it's just not about the resource. It's how you utilize the resource. And people really need to watch the videos of how to study from super fast CPA. So that would really help. Yes. That is the, thank you for saying that. That is like the, the number one thing, because I'll, I'll have people that, you know, purchase one of our bundles or whatever. And then, you know, they'll send me an email with like questions And I'm like, listen, I know you're stressed out about studying. So you probably haven't taken the time to watch the videos, but watch those videos. It will just save you so much time because you'll be approaching things correctly instead of wasting a bunch of time trying to figure this stuff out. Just, I don't even know how long it takes. I think the pro videos would take like three hours total to watch. So anyways, so uh, that's a question. So you purchased our bundle and everything, and then you kind of started using the notes or whatever, but you hadn't actually watched the videos. And then you were wearing yourself out by studying so long and hard. And so what is that what happened? And then you went back and watched the videos. Um, so the, the strange thing is I actually watched the videos and then um, I got the idea, but I didn't implement it. So I okay. was because I would read the read your notes and then i would watch all the videos and i would read all the books and i would practice all the questions but that's not how you said right mm-hmm. you us to read the notes after 
and then do the multiple choice questions and then make a note of it and you can skip the whole book or the whole videos and whatever is important to you you do that mm-hmm. so at the end of the video like um with the regulation i skipped the videos and i skipped the books and it worked fine with me it worked good actually yeah. audit was the section that i got the least and audit was also the section i studied the most so it's not how much hours you put it's how you study so yeah. we need to be more brave to skip the videos or books if it's not <laughs> yeah again you might have heard these episodes but there's been several where they basically said that was their same story they mm-hmm. purchased our course and they may or may not have watched the videos but they they couldn't trust that idea of like no they're like no i have to watch the video and read the chapter or else how can i even do the questions mm-hmm. and uh anyways the questions are what you're going to be doing on test day and so you go straight to those and kind of work backwards like learn the material based on the context of questions and you can save so much time and it's more effective well this was really good and again thank you for being on here it's really cool to hear these stories from people you know that you know we we exchanged a few emails but i wouldn't get the whole picture and and like you said everyone out there that's currently studying that listens to the podcast that's what we hear over and over is just it's uh i never thought of it as like a motivation thing when we started doing these interviews but that's what person after person says is it just helps keep them focused and motivated to just listen to the episodes every week Yeah, they are like a great source of motivation. I think everyone should listen to it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate all the nice things you said about us and I'm glad I'm glad it could help. Is there any any other tips? It looks like you had some notes. Was there anything else you wanted to cover? Oh no. I mean, I would say like um this not I mean, I think I did cover Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to say a few of the things. Now that I opened my notes, I saw. So when you open the youtube and then you are like okay i'm going to search this topic in the youtube and then you open the youtube and all of a sudden you see you um you you watch the video that you wanted to watch right mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of different things going on the youtube and then you click the other one and the other one but what you can do is this um this a uh, browser link where you okay. can what the videos that you are supposed to watch that really helped me or you can just turn off the um the suggestions auto play button in the youtube i think that will help so because we are using technology so much if we don't know how to be effective with those ones we're going to be lost in all of those so we really need to you know we really need to use the resources very wisely yeah that's another big point like people have anxiety on exam day and everything and uh it's just it just goes back to like your daily process that's why the sets of 30 or whatever it is mm-hmm. help so much is because you get so used to multiple choice questions that it's just not going to really like freak you out on test day in your study process doing what you'll be doing on test day it sounds so obvious but that's not how most people do their study Well, yeah, Mina, it was nice to meet you. I'm glad you finished your exams and did them so quickly. I'm glad we can help make it easier for you. Thank you so much. And while I was listening to your podcast, I was like, "This helped me a lot." 
<laughs> so I'm going to have to mute you. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. And this, this was a great episode. And especially, I love it when someone tells me, like I could tell as you talk through the process, you actually watched the, like the pro videos mm -hmm. and it made such a big difference. It just like, I can point people to that. I'll be like, okay, listen, I know what you're saying, but go listen to this episode for like proof that just watch those videos first. All right, Mina. Well, I don't want to take up much more of your time. So thank you again. And also thank you so much for your time and for helping all the students out there. So that was the interview with Mina. I'm sure you found that very helpful, very insightful. And she just had a lot of good tips about all parts of the study process. If you found this episode helpful, I would just ask two things. First, take a second to share it with someone that you know that's also working on their CPA exams. If you've listened to three to five of these interviews or more, then I think you would agree that these are the most helpful thing available anywhere for free if you're trying to iron out, figure out your own study process. The second thing would be if you have time, find the podcast in your podcast app and leave a rating and review. We would appreciate that. So thank you for listening and we will see you on the next episode.